Money FM 89.3, the best of Saturday mornings. We've got two really fantastic guests right now. Who, yes, we do. Who inspire on a regular basis uh, through their their amazing project, The Projector. Joining us in the studio, Prashant Somosundram, the general manager, and Karen Tan, the co-founder of The Projector Movie House. Joining us in studio with some exciting new uh, changes and developments happening with The Projector. Welcome. Hello. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah, and Prashant's voice always—I always love his voice. He's got the most. He could. I'll say it: the yeah. sexiest, deepest Barry White type <laughs> voice. He is the Barry White of Singapore. He is. He is. It's humbling being on radio with him. Yeah, Prashant should right, do I, more of our announcements at the at the theater. Yes, maybe, maybe I should start a, a movie podcast too. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know? Why not? Why not? So I guess Prashant, start off. Um, take us through what are the changes that are coming up. We we have reported on them. We talked about them the last couple of weeks on the show. Mm-hmm. But if somebody hasn't heard or read in the newspaper, what's going on with the projector? Because we all know Beach Road. We all know, you know, what's traditionally what's been happening with yeah. the, with. The- oh, there's definitely lots going on. I mean, I, I think the main thing that we want to clear away all these misconceptions that Golden Mall Tower is going. I think uh, just to let everyone know, Godomal Complex is going through some redevelopment. Uh, but Godomal Tower, where the projector's uh, you know, OG is, it's going to stay. And we're continuing with all our screenings Great. throughout a few years. Uh, but what's interesting in this week and uh, next weekend will be our final screenings at the Cathay before the building goes through uh, some redevelopment. We don't know if there will be a cinema there in future. Um, but, you know, so we, it's it's pretty much the last week of screenings um, at the Cathay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've got a whole fun program lined up, including the final screening being The Room, which is, you know, known as the worst movie in the- <laughs> I've seen ever it, made. Really? I've seen it. Yeah, so, so we pride ourselves in our curation of film. Here. Yes. <laughs> so we're not just art house, but, you know, like we have all this random stuff. So we're providing plastic spoons for people to throw at screens. And uh, it's it's going to be in the biggest hall, uh, a 600-seater hall, wow. uh, which used to be the Grand Cathay. Um, yeah. You know, t- tickets are selling fast, but, you know, if you haven't got it, it's definitely an experience, oh, uh, you yeah. know, to, to be at. You know. I, I mean, just for for the benefit of our mm. listeners, Karen, I know the film. I've seen the film. I've seen the film about the film mm-hmm. with uh, James Franco. It's hilarious. Just briefly, tell people about the room, how bad it is, <laughs> and how it's still a cult film, Glenn, that is shown yeah, regularly yeah, yeah, yeah. in the US. So, like, without going into spoilers, right? So it's you know, it's about someone making a. It's it's just it's just known as a really bad film, and it's become a cult favorite. And people actually actively quote the lines while they're watching it. So imagine being in a huge theater with about five to six hundred people. And every time there's a bad line, everyone's throwing spoons at the screen. It's <laughs> mental. It's, it's, uh, it's yeah, like Rocky it's, Horror Picture Show almost. Yeah. It, yeah, is, kind it, of is, it is. Almost, it's on that level. So do come join us. And, you know, that's kind of our last hurrah. Isn't that the film where he and shouts, stay at is the it Stella? He shouts out, Stella, like he thinks yeah. he's yes. Marlon Brando. It's, <laughs> yes. it's awful. It's just such no, a you, 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 like, see the mic stands in the yeah. thing and all that. And there's it's jump just cuts so... in scenes and <laughs> yeah. it doesn't make it. What's the guy's name? He's got the long hair, isn't he? It will come Tommy to Wiseau. Tommy, Tommy Wiseau, that's it. Yes. Tommy Wiseau. Was it done on purpose to be no. campy like that, or were they actually no. trying to make that's a real the best movie? Part of it, no, not really. It was, it was done all done in deadly earnest. serious. Yeah. You must see the film yeah. with James Franco. I don't, I don't know why I haven't seen James it. James Franco, yeah, 2003. So it's yeah. yeah 20 Jay, years what was ago. the film that James Franco did? Uh-huh. It, I, I he was Oscar nominated yeah, 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 for yeah. playing uh, Tommy Wiseau. Nice. And uh, we'll, we'll get the name and share it, James Franco. But yeah, fantastic movie. All right, bring it back to you, Karen. 
So it's a positive. You know, said, oh, you know, one of the projectors is closing. But there's a positive strain to this. You're taking over in a sort of co-development space with Golden Village at Cine Leisure, which is a really prestigious location. Tell us about that, how it came about and what you're going to do. Yes, wow. Um, Yes, that's that's the project of the year for us, frankly. Um, So how it came about... Um, so we've we've worked with Golden Village and we've had a we've got a relationship and it's a good one. Um, and so when Cine Leisure um, that opportunity came about and it became available, we just thought, well, you know, it's a unique opportunity for us to actually finally find a permanent venue for the projector as well, as well as the one at Golden Mile Tower. The one at Golden Mile Tower, it's no secret. You know, the building's owners constantly try to put it on block. So mm. it's, for us, you know, every time they do that, the team basically has a mini heart attack, you know? Um, and so. Sends waves of panic through. Yes. Yeah. And, and it's hard to plan yeah, um, with that Democles sword hanging over your head. So, mm. you know, we've always been, you know, for the last five years searching for, you know, an- yet another permanent venue to kind of hedge against that risk. So when Cine Leisure came out, we just thought, oh, wow. And we, at the time, were already in uh, the Cathay building doing our pop-up. And, you know, we knew, I think, after doing the Cathay that, you know, people actually like seeing us around Orchard Road, perhaps. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, as much as Golden Mile Towers, like, vintage and it's got all these old seats from the 1970s, um, and it's really photogenic. People actually do like comfort. Yeah. They like the cup and they love cup holders. And yeah, so those, we're like, those wow. seats in the original projector. Karen, Karen, yeah. Let me stop you right yeah. there because he's, yeah. he's about to do what I knew he was going to do. Because whenever I talk about the projector with Glenn, he always comes in with the big block capital butt. He's right? <laughs> like, I like what it does. I like what they represent. But, the but they're as comfortable as yes. these yes. chairs in the yes. studio. Yeah. No. So now we figured, okay, yeah. we can actually. Off of Glenn. <laughs> Thank you. Both. Um, so I, I think um, we we then, so Cine Leisure, um, you know, came about and it, as an opportunity. And we thought, you know, it'd be interesting to maybe, rents are so high in Singapore. Um, mm. That's also Really? No when did that happen? <laughs> huh. Right? Glenn never mentioned that. Did you know that? that? Yeah, we, we never talk about that on the show. So, I anyway. mean, I'm just going to, you know, talk about the elephant in the room. <laughs> Rents are high in Singapore, and yeah. it's really hard to run something that's a creative sort of, you know, um, alternative arts and cultural space yeah. um, in a city with really high rents. And so, you know, we just thought, you know, why not? maybe share the space with someone else Mm. Um, and Golden Village was a natural fit because you know our program and our our programming and our content is actually really complementary How will Um, that actually work though? Will will you be showing films in the same places or will they be different so there's six screens. Uh, that's an excellent question because yeah. we asked ourselves that as well. <laughs> and we're still asking. And we're still also. trying to answer that question, working through the details with them. Um, but largely, it's uh, you know, Cine Leisure has six cinema yeah. halls. Yeah. Mm. Um, so three will be programmed by Golden Village, and three will be programmed by us. Wow. Um, and there will be a bar, a daytime cafe, event spaces, um, and that's all kind of. Um, run by the projector team on the ground. And yeah, it's yeah. kind of, um, I, I guess that's the gist of it, isn't it? Um, yeah, so I think for us, when we were approaching this project, it was mm-hmm. quite important for us to maintain our independence. Mm-hmm. Um, so we didn't want to go into a joint venture or, a, mm-hmm. you know, merger yeah. kind of thing, because then we would lose that 
um, our independence and curation and the way we operate and also what we we came up to, which has never been done before, to our knowledge, is to figure out a co-sharing of space mm. uh, where Projector runs the operations, um, but then and Golden Village programs and tickets the three halls. Mm. Yeah. Um, so we do then, you know, bridge our programming with, you know, the the community that comes to watch the blockbuster programs and all that, and hopefully also, you know, it's mutually beneficial for both uh, Golden Village and and us. Mm. You know. I think we both get to kind of offer, you know, our content to like broader audiences, so it allows. Yeah. You know, everyone to expand yeah. their reach it, as well. It's such a wonderful. Every now and again, you hear a business idea where you think it's just so obviously a good idea. Yeah. And just to make it about me, as right. I always do, <laughs> when I because this is an important point, I used to feel that there was a big gap in Orchard Road's mm-hmm. cinema offerings. I did for the longest time. So when I went to the Cathay in the 90s, I'll never forget this. I saw the cult British movie, Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels. Um, it was a packed auditorium. It was the only cinema in Singapore that was showing that movie. And without getting emotional, it had a profound effect on me because to see an Asian, predominantly Asian audience laughing mm. at these very London, Cockney, quirky jokes, mm. I actually came out of there and I said to my now wife, I can write a book now. Because if that translates in the cinema, there's a possibility that my nonsense may translate in a book. So profound impact on me. But the point I'm making, without the Cathay showing that particular movie, Mm -hmm. who knows? There is an audience, particularly in that orchard area, that wants something beyond the Transformers and the Fast 10s. And look, they have their audience and they'll do well. They're fine. But Prashant, I mean, your location here, location here is perfect for what you're going to try and do. No, exactly. I mean, it's also in the youth belt, the Somerset youth belt and also it was yeah. definitely quite interesting for us. But we are also aware that there were past art house cinemas like the Picture House yeah, that, of course. you know, did not survive. Um, so we know that we're going into a challenging environment. But I mean, we do have a team that's really quite passionate about it. And and I think that's that's been our skill in terms of adapting whatever changes. So even now proposing this potential, you know, this co-sharing of space and all that, which has never there's no framework to follow of sorts and all that. Mm. I mean, and it's something that we are figuring out on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we have a great team supporting that. So I'm, I'm quite confident that we can make the best of that situation. Hmm. Um, we are really looking forward to it. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm quite excited for December. We're talking with Prashant Somasundaram, the GM of The Projector, and Karen Tan, the co-founder of The Projector. And that that space, Cine Leisure, is going through a, a big metamorphosis right now mm-hmm. many of the shops are closed i was yeah. just in there the other week and they're they're really trying to figure out who they are as a building yeah. it was always where the teens and the tweens yeah. went to get their ears pierced and get what you know whatever bubble teas and stuff that was just me and that, <laughs> and that was neil on a good day yeah um but but it has it has had some trouble in recent uh, recent months maybe since the pandemic i don't know of of really figuring out who it is and what it wants to be so it's it's at a growth phase mm-hmm. now as you look at projector uh, programming will it be reflective at, at all of a of a younger audience of a teen audience i mean cuz i i think they're assuming that's going to be the audience again that goes into that building right i don't i don't know but that's what it's always been you know that that space would that impact how you program your movies do you think or are you just going to have to stay focused on your core your core mission of art films and you know not necessarily for kids 
No, I think we'll, I mean, with Golden Village also, we'll, we'll definitely expand the scope of programming that we have. Mm. Uh, but we've never also specifically focused on a particular demographic. Like mm. a lot of the content, it's, it's quite diverse. I mean, today we are having this whole uh, Cat Welfare Society fundraiser at, at Projector, and it's a whole different demographic of, of people that we mm. cater to. So I think for us, we're going to look at, you know, I mean, it's, it's not just the teens, but, you know, it's, it's going to be the adults in the area and, and also the parents who come and drop off their kids at the bounds in, in level nine. Oh, right. the, yeah. 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 So, I mean, we, we're definitely going to cater to a quite a wide demographic. Um, and, you know, we'll be running from 1 p.m. till the evening. So there's definitely scope for us to to run the whole thing where, where the space transforms as, as the mm. day goes on to where night is becoming a bit more of a nightlife kind of space with, you know, live bands, DJs uh, later into the night and all that. So mm. it's, it's going to be a fun, not just the cinema, but also like a lifestyle and, and mm. event space with live performances and all that. Because you did that pop-up. Didn't you do a pop-up in uh, Robertson Key? Yes, yeah. at, at Riverside Point. Yeah, actually. Riverside Point. Yeah. And that was also kind of a club, cabaret, exactly. cafe yeah. feel. Is it something like that that you want to bring to it w- Leisure? It's, it's going to be an amalgamation of all our experiences yeah. in the last nine years. Whatever we've figured out can work and you know try and plug it into this small space. So it'll be spaces that, that adapt and transform in the mm. course of the day. So we do have a... A lounge space that's on the corner facing like Design Orchard, which will also have live music that then connects into a smaller screening room, which, you know, whether that is like a live performance space or a screening hall and all will be something that we'll experiment and figure Mm. out. So, yeah, I think Prash kind of put his finger on it because like every what what's going to happen in Cine Leisure is going to be the culmination of all the lessons and the experiments that we've kind of done and gone through through our pop-ups through the last um, few years really yeah. Yeah. so um so yeah, that they're so not we, in vain <laughs> so they're not in vain um and and all yeah and it's it's all um, the pain is not yeah. in vain. <laughs> and i think you know the projector from day one has always been kind of um, focused on creating something something for for everyone it's about diversity about providing an mm. alternative um, so yeah, you know, uh, for, for example, this this week in the last kind of s- last stretch of Cathay, we're doing um, the Cat Welfare Society is doing a fundraising this weekend. But also um, on the ninth, uh, no, on the seventh, on Friday, we've got you know a, a screening, um, a Q and A on you know uh, the film called Scala, which is about a documentary of a of the last large independent cinema in Bangkok. You're being showing demolished. that? Yes. We're wow. showing that. And we're not we're, just showing it. We're not it. just showing it, but we're also, as we always do, even tizing it. So we've also got a, we've paired it with a Q&A panel with the director herself, wow. who grew up in said cinema. Huh. Um, and when it was de- being demolished, she kind of documented that. And it's sort of like her love letter to the space. Um, and we're, we're, we're doing a Q&A with her and also the non-profit Dokomomo Singapore, and huh. Dokomomo Thailand, and they are kind of um, they look at architectural heritage and conservation. Mm. So it's going to be quite an interesting conversation. I think, just just briefly, yeah, I know the great. director in the UK who's just finished a documentary on the famous Scala in, yes. London. in London. I funded their yeah. Kickstarter yeah. project. We did. I know the guy. I know the guy. I'll it's a it. 50, 50 foot women. Or that's the, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get in touch with him. See if he can link up with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, awesome. yeah, we'd love to do that. Yeah, fantastic. We know everybody, Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> just come come to the studio and the connect. 
his right <laughs> be hand. happy to connect you with anybody. Okay, this comes from Rob in uh, Australia. Thanks, Prashant and Karen. We love The Godfather 1, 2, and 3 last March, uh, April 2022 at Golden Mile and Top Gun Maverick Double Night at the Cathay Complex. So we'll be back for more. Keep uh, shouting uh, your team for uh, showing, shouting out to your team for showing diverse movies. How about The Russians Are Coming? Do you guys oh, know that film? Alan we were talking Arkin. about Alan Arkin, 1966, The Russians right. Are Coming. Classic. <laughs> Classic, you know, Cold War Will America. Will we be canceled? Yeah. <laughs> no, not at all. Actually, not at all. It's a comedy. It's a comedy. Right. Actually, it's all ages. But uh, good for families. There's, before I get to my last question, on, back on my soapbox, I said this morning that one of my biggest beefs with the streaming services is they sometimes act like cinema only began in 2000. They've got these massive libraries. I'm sure there's licensing issues and so on Mm -hmm. and so on. But that's where you guys can feel, and you do feel, such a niche by showing Mm. things like Godfather, Apocalypse Now, Mm -hmm. Raging Ball. As you know, Raging Ball was the first movie I saw post-pandemic at the projector. (laughs) And is that something you're going to keep doing moving forward? I suppose adding to that what is your long-term ambition for this new project for both of you? I mean, for us, it will really be to figure out our, the audience that's coming to that space and also then catering to, to the new um, audiences and, and just expanding our repertoire. But we're going to stick to, you know, like we're prob- um, likely going to open with some Kubrick uh, titles in, in December nice. at the with Clockwork Orange and, and the like. So, I mean, we're, we're really quite excited to continue what we're doing, but also then expand and, and offer a bit more niche content um, because we can now, yeah. Put on uh, 2001. And, <laughs> yes. And, 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 and make me watch me go to yes. sleep. He hates 2001. <laughs> oh, right. I like 2001. Okay, yeah, can, yeah, let, yeah. Me just, let me just correct this, <laughs> clarify this once and for all. I don't hate it. I just think it's about 30 minutes too long. Right. <laughs> I, I think there needs to be a Glenn cut. <laughs> Let, let's just judge uh, well, Oppenheimer. We'll put, you in, a, which is, yeah. uh, we'll put <laughs> you in a comfy seat. Now, I, I do hope at some point you get Fahrenheit 451. Yeah. Okay. That's an awesome film as well. That would be a good double feature with uh, any of the Kubrick's. That would. So but, final uh, word to you, Karen. You've come this far. <laughs> you've survived the pandemic. You're completely finding a niche for yourself in many different ways. What do you see long-term for the projector? What's your hope? Well, that we get to continue what we're doing and also kind of um, to, you know, expand. I mean, we are already kind of expanding our repertoire beyond film into, you know, other, into art, into kind of performance, into comedy, into... You know, just but we. I think one of the things that we're really passionate about is um, film education and just you know getting more people into film and broadening the you know the appetites for film um, and also other forms of culture, but also to provide a platform for like emerging talent. And you know, with Cine Leisure allows us to actually share our space with you know emerging talent in the heart of Singapore and get their stuff seen, let them try stuff. So I think we're really excited by the fact that we're. We've got a place that we can, you know, experiment with as well. So, mm. um, yeah, it's a place that allows us to keep doing what we do and do some more. So, wonderful, Great. totally. Well, excited. Prashant Sumasundram, Karen Tan of the Projector. I say it unashamedly, my favourite cinema in Singapore. Mm. Yay! I admire what you do, and we both wish you the best of luck. Thanks for coming, guys, and good Thank luck. You. And we'll have you on in December when you do the grand opening, right? <laughs> do you know when? When in December will that be? Do, any idea? Is December though, right? Yeah, yeah. You it thought? is. Yep, we're gunning for that. <laughs> okay, we'll make it's, sure we get. I see some smiles over it's on the side. It's a tight timeline. It's a tight timeline, but we'll make sure it happens. Yeah, yeah. Great, Great guys. <laughs> awesome. Have a great weekend. Let's all go to the movies. Yes, indeed. Thank you Thank very you much. Thank you, guys. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. 
That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Audio at the App Store and Google Play.